Hey everybody, this is Curtis from the podcast letting you know that we're sponsored by Twitch. Twitch is a community where people can watch a cat play a piano or you can watch somebody play a video game. That's a regular thing too. There's a lot of amazing content on Twitch and you can find content creators that fit what you like to watch. And if you don't quite find what you're looking for, start streaming it yourself. We hope that you're going to love the world of Twitch because it's such an inviting world with tons to offer and there's really no limit to what the imagination brings. Check out Twitch today. Welcome back to the Three Angry Gamers podcast. Although two Angry Gamers this week, just Jamie myself. <laughs> How's it going, Jamie? Ah, uh, not too bad. Uh, can't complain really. Yeah, my life looks looks pretty good all around. Like, yeah, yeah. You know, can't I can't just go licking street signs or making out with random strangers at a bar like I used to? But you know. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's, uh, uh, I'm getting my second vaccine this week, and uh, yeah, I've uh, already taken the day off work. I'm already expecting it's just gonna be a day of playing games. So, yeah, it was uh, when I got my second one. It was it was a lot of just feeling like crap, but still okay enough to to sit there and play some game. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, we're we're here to talk about uh, video games. I mean kind of in a weird holding pattern because e3 is the well e3 as we know it even though now it's like 50 different shows across like yeah. all different like it's not e3 as it used to be but like generally i'm just going to refer to it as e3 even though i know there's like jeff keely's got a thing and ign's got their own thing and like all the other studios are doing like all the game studios are doing their own thing so but we'll just refer to it generally as E3. Yeah. Um, but uh, we got our no-cost games for this, uh, well, for PS Plus this month. Um, you can get Operation Tango for PS5, Virtual Fighter Five Ultimate Showdown for PS4, and Star Wars Squadrons for PS4. Um, solid all-around list. Uh, have you played any of these games, or are there ones that strike you as like games you'd want to check out? Well, I definitely, I picked up Squadrons. I'll talk about that more when we get to the game stuff. But uh, yeah, like Squadrons looked great. So I, I figured I'd try that. The Operation Tango game is kind of interesting. It's like a co-op heist game, which I'm kind of interested in. But it mm. seems like it would be kind of boring if you're trying to play it by yourself. I don't know how that works. Um, yeah. If there's like an AI way to play it or not. But I don't have a ton of people that have the ps5 right now like i don't know most of my friends don't have it uh i i hopefully i can play it with them if they get it on ps4 or something because i think it's cross-platform but the free version right now is only the ps5 one um yeah it's kind of a bummer but yeah, yeah. it'll cool <laughs> yeah i mean if anything grab it you never know like you could always that's the thing with these yep. like a lot of times even if i don't think i'm gonna play the game i'll still pick it up like like who knows like down the road I might see like all my friends list playing Operation Tango, and I'm like, well, I have it. So there you go. You never know. I think yeah. Squadrons though is probably like the biggest thing. I mean, if I'm like for me personally, like I picked that up on PC. I loved it. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, it's. I mean, that game's fun if you can get your hand on a flight stick, and if you have VR, that's like the best way to play. But it's like such a niche thing. Like I don't think anyone's really like rocking both of those. Just freely right. but yeah i mean if you can that that's a the best way to play in my opinion yeah and virtua fighter 5 is like uh 
I don't know. I forgot when that game came out, but it's got to be at least like 10 years old or something like that, I think. Uh, or close to it. And yeah. um, and uh, I guess this is like a remaster of it that they're putting out. Uh, the, the Yakuza team at Sega's it redid it and they're just releasing it as it like it launched to free on PS4, which is kind of crazy for for the PS Plus stuff. So. Yeah, I don't know. I'll probably play it because it's a fighter and whatever. I sometimes just like to mindlessly play those, but uh, I'm not super excited for it. I just, for me, the virtual fighter franchise is just so eh. Like, yeah, it's like always like, it's like oh, Street Fighter number one, then Tekken maybe you know that's fine, and then Virtual Fighter is like way down the list for me. It's yeah, like not 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 as good as Tekken for sure. <laughs> yeah, I'm always a Mortal Kombat guy. Yeah, and then I I yep. would say probably like Marvel versus Capcom. I'll come yep. those. And then, yeah, Street Fighter. And all. I, I always feel like Virtual Fighter is just like your grandpa's fighter game. Like, it's yeah. just, it just exists. But, I mean, yeah, it's a free game, and you're right. Sometimes you just want to open up a fighting game and just play it. So, yeah. But, uh, yeah. Uh, and then Epic, uh, they gave out two mystery games over the past couple weeks. Uh, before this week was Among Us, which pissed off a lot of people because in the past there were free like mystery games that they given away for free are usually like 50 60 ish dollar titles and then they gave out among us which cost like five bucks so people were pretty upset on the value of that part of me is like it's free like who cares uh i picked it up even though oddly enough i have it on steam so i don't know why i picked it up but yeah same i I had it on steam so i didn't bother um, because I think you can play it cross-platform. Like, if you had it on your phone, you could play with people on Steam. It doesn't matter. So Yeah, yeah. There's no point in getting it on a separate PC platform. No. Um, but then, yeah, this week is Frostpunk, which slightly better. I mean, we've talked about Frostpunk in the past. It's a, yep. it's, it's a fun little, like, RTS-type game. Uh, I picked it up, if anything, because I have it on PS4, and uh, I just wanted to check it out on PC, so... That yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. Sweet mouse controls. <laughs> yeah. I, I played it when I was on PS4, and I enjoyed it quite a bit. I saw now there's some DLC, so I haven't gotten into it yet, but I think I'm going to win too, and then just maybe check out some of the DLC for that. But mm-hmm. so, And then there's another mystery game coming. Uh, who knows what it'll be at this point. Like I, I've seen people try to guess, and I'm like, everyone's wrong. Like... No one guessed that Among Us or um, Frostpunk were going to be given away for free. Everyone's like, it's going to be Red Dead Redemption 2, which admittingly, yes, would be cool. But I'm like, I don't think, I don't think so. Yeah. Um, we have some rumors coming out around E3. Uh, apparently, a core, uh, if you listen to a bunch of people, the Switch Pro is going to be announced any day now. Uh, this is supposedly like the 4K Switch. Um, there's been some ads that have leaked and a bunch of stuff. Uh, yeah. Apparently it's coming. Uh, yeah. I don't know if I care about a Switch Pro, if I'm being honest. Like, I, I mean, 4K is cool. Uh, really, for me, the biggest thing is like, is it gonna be required to get this to play the new Zelda or whatever else they show at E3. If so, then uh, I guess I'm getting one. <laughs> but if not, then I can probably wait because I'm still fine with my Switch. Um, yeah. I, like, I think the thing with me is, like, I don't know... I think if you were, like, only playing on Switch, like, if that was your primary gaming console, sure. Yeah, right. But, like... I play on PC mostly. I play occasionally on PS4. Like, I I have enough things that do 4K that I think I'd be okay. Yeah. Um, but, like, I know there are some people out there that, like, the Switch is their main gaming console. And, I mean, that's a choice. That is a bold choice to have, like, your main thing just be the Switch. But I think if that's the case, sure. Yeah, get a 4K machine. Then you can play, like, some of the third-party titles and stuff in 4K. Um yeah, like, I, I guess you, you touched on a point. I'd be interested to see if I could still play a bunch of these games on a regular Switch or if I have to upgrade to the Switch Pro to play, like, Breath of the Wild 2 or even, like, that right. new Pokemon Arceus game, which looks gorgeous, but 
I could totally see them just being like, yeah, you need a Switch Pro for that, which would suck, but... Yeah, I think if they're smart, they will figure out a way to make it so games are still playable on the old Switch, but they might just have to be at, like, a lower resolution, like 1080p, yeah. uh, and then, you know, on the Switch Pro, you get the full 4K and maybe some other bonuses for, for performance or something, like higher yeah. frame rates. Uh, but, yeah, like, I'm not going to be mad if I have to play... Breath of the Wild 2 on a Switch at slightly lower resolution, but I, I probably I'll probably end up getting a Switch Pro if that's the case, if they're gonna uh, make it run that much nicer. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I I think I would also need to see too, like how big of a difference is it? Like, I would want to see a comparison. I don't know if right. Nintendo would do it, but like maybe Digital Foundry could do one. I know they're really oh, good for stuff like for that. For sure. Yeah. Like. The thing with me too is like I feel like with Nintendo it's a little iffy because like usually their visuals are not photorealistic visuals they're more like cartoony so they can get yeah. away with like even though it's not 4K it still looks good because it's not going for the same kind of graphical fidelity of like you know like a Spider-Man game or something like that or something that's a little more photorealistic so yeah I wonder if like a Switch Pro will have some games that are exclusive to switch pro like this game just can't run on a normal switch so like yeah. then maybe they can get some of those third-party games that you kind of miss out on on the switch um yeah like like a lot of games now i guess do still come out on switch but there's still a handful that either don't or don't run like i think the new assassin's creed they skipped it on switch right like i think yeah. that was just um yeah um yeah i guess i could also get to the point too of like Nintendo, sure, they're making this, like, potentially 4K console, but, like, they still have a hard time working with third-party publishers, so part of me's like, eh. Yeah. Eh, I don't know. I, yeah, I think this would be a definite yes if this was, like, the only console you played. Um, yeah. If, if not, I think you'd have to wonder, like, how much Switch you play. Even right now, I don't play a lot of games on my Switch. Like, it's mostly just the first-party titles at this point. Like It's literally it for me. Uh, occasionally, I'll buy, like, an indie thing here and there. Like, uh, I think yeah. I bought Hollow Knight on the Switch when it first came out because I wanted to play it portable. But, yeah, yeah. not a ton of things that I will play if I can get it somewhere else on the Switch. Switch yeah. don't have trophies, so there you go. Yeah, well, that's what they got to <laughs> fix. Yeah, put trophies in. I'll play all the games. <laughs> if they added trophies, I think that would be like, I would lose my sanity. It would be like, jump on a Goomba 500 times. I'd be like, no. <laughs> um, uh, Forza Horizon 5 is apparently on its way. It's going to be set in Mexico, apparently. Hmm. Fine with me. Uh, have you played any of the Forza Horizon games? Like, way back when. It's been a okay. while. Yeah. Yeah. Forza Horizon 4, I absolutely love. Uh, that game still sells and does really well. Like, that game keeps on chugging along. So, I was kind of surprised. Like, I know they're numbered games in a franchise, but, like, I kind of figured they would just keep on going with 4. I'm kind of surprised they're making the step up to 5. But, uh, yeah, I'm going to... I'm going to check this out because I, I enjoy the games. Uh, there's certainly a lot of fun in like coming up with different car variations and like tuning your car and coming up with different visuals for your cars and stuff. Like it's, it's a fun little gameplay loop that like I still play on the regular every so often. I'll just boot it up and play it. So, um, and Mexico's fine. I mean, I, I think, uh, in the last one they did, they did seasons, and I kind of like part of me is like in Mexico, like the seasons are going to be quite a bit different than they would be like in the U.S. where there's more like snow and stuff. So I'm kind of like, mm, I'm wondering how that's yeah. going to play out. But interesting, they might drop that entirely for this one. Who knows? So was the fourth one? Did it have like a uh, connected online component to it? Like you could drive around while in real time with other players, or yeah, so they would like fill the world out with like online players. So you could be like just driving along and like drive past your friend in mm -hmm. like the game world um and then there was also like stuff like um the whole like get into races with other people and stuff so yeah it's it's like an online open world racing game basically and i don't know i i have a lot of fun with it if you're into like 
the more arcadey kind of racing games, it's fun because it's not very sim based. It's more, it's a little more forgiving than like something like a regular Forza game or something like that. Right. Yeah, this is definitely more my speed than than regular Forza Motorsport or whatever it is. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And Forza Horizon Four. I mean, yeah, you can get it on Xbox. You can also get it on Steam now for PC. Uh, that's what I play on. So mm-hmm. if you're wanting to check out four ahead of five, it's on there. I think I think they're saying there's going to be a Steam sale. Not well, probably like later in June, early July. So I imagine it'll probably yeah. be on sale then. So about that time of year. I Summer have some sale. games in my wish list that I'm just saving up. Gonna yep. probably pick up mm-hmm. a few things. So. Um. Okay. Uh. Yeah. Uh, there's apparently a Borderlands spinoff in the works starring Tiny Tina. Interesting. So Tiny Tina is the playable character? Presumably, yeah. I think it's in hmm. Borderlands. It's called Wonderland. Interesting. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about this. Because Tiny Tina was a little bit much. I mean, cool character, but also... Yeah, she she can she can. I don't know if I could do a whole game with just her uh, all the time, all, always on. It'd be like like uh, the claptrap being on all the time in the pre sequel or whatever one you played with him was a little bit much. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so I can see the same issue with maybe Tiny Tina being a playable character, but uh, I don't know. I'll yeah. check it out. I love the Borderlands uh, franchise generally, so I mean, I'll, I'll at least look at it see what it is and yeah uh, give it a shot and i think too like you could age up tiny tina true so um yeah and also worth knowing too like this was part of a 2k league that jason schreier who's like a pretty renowned like video game journalist did confirm is a real leak so you know this is probably more solid of a rumor than anything else so um yeah. Also, part of that too was that Firaxis, who made the XCOMs games, is developing a Marvel game, which that's weird to me. Like uh, XCOMs, so a Marvel little... strategy game potentially. Yeah, and I is are you going to be playing as the Avengers? Like I could see it because, like, obviously XCOMs very squad based. So I think you would have to do something like, uh, yeah, X- X- XCOM versus X Men. There we go. Actually, X Men would be pretty interesting, especially if it's squad based. Yeah. Um, I could also see too, like, um, I know in the comics there's like uh, a group of like spies, so I could see that. As long as it's not something where it's just like it's it's XCOM, but instead of XCOM, they use Shield members or something stupid like that, and then they just fight regular Marvel shit. I wouldn't be too excited yeah. for that. But yeah, if it's like a superhero focused with powers uh, kind of thing, like that could be interesting. Yeah, uh, I think they'd have to make the RNG a little more forgiving though, because like XCOM notoriously <laughs> like you could be like you don't, you don't want to have it shoot like two feet in front of your face and miss. <laughs> Yeah, the RG in those uh, games is laughably bad. Like, there's always these like screenshots and screen caps of like people being yeah. like right up against somebody like point blank range, and it's like twenty two percent chance to hit. Yeah. You're like, uh-huh. how the how the hell am I twenty two percent with a shotgun? Oh, okay, yeah. great. Yeah. yeah, makes no sense. <laughs> like, they would have to ease up on that. I'm pretty sure if, for a Marvel game, like, because you have to imagine that like kids are gonna pick this up and like, yeah, if some kids playing some XCOM game where RNG is, like, totally garbage, they're going to get frustrated and toss this game aside. So I, I'm wondering if they would address that and be like, yeah, we're making this a little easier. They would definitely need to tone it down all around because those XCOM games are hard. Like, they're yeah. not they're not easy, uh, like, casual gamer-friendly games at all. Well, like, uh, also, too, if, like, if a character dies in that, that they're gone. Yeah. Like, you can't bring... Yeah. So, like, imagine, like, Captain America dies, they're like, yeah, Captain America's just dead now. Like, you can't bring him back. Like, ruin some kids. Uh, yeah. I, I, I'm a little... Or they'll have some, they'll have the excuse, they'll use the multiverse again. 
Be like, oh, it's a different Captain America mm. from Universe Five Two Six instead of you know whatever. <laughs> okay, yeah, I guess that sadly could be a real thing. Um, yeah, I'd be kind of curious about this. Uh, I, I now that you mentioned X Men, now part of me is like, I want just like an X X Men XCOM game. I mean, it's not even that far off. XCOM X Men, yeah. It's basically the same number of letters and everything. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I'd be. I'm kind of curious where they take this. I kind of wonder if they're going to avoid Avengers just because Square Enix still has that Avengers title. So I don't know if they want to like have too many Avengers titles out. But uh, yeah, yeah, it seems reasonable. Um, speaking of Square Enix, apparently they're working on a Guardians of the Galaxy game. So hmm. that's that could be interesting. I mean, Avengers bombed pretty hard but i could see them taking the core gameplay of that and just focusing it on guardians of the galaxy like yeah i mean it, you could almost do a very similar type thing it's just you wouldn't have as many characters probably to, to work with but maybe that's a good thing yeah uh, like maybe not like avengers where you're just having like characters you're adding all the time but maybe just like yeah four or six Sorry, my cat's just, like, possessed by the devil today. <laughs> um, yeah, so, yeah, I could see I could see that being fun. I, or they could maybe go in a different gameplay direction, like... Yeah. Because I know with uh, Straight Avengers, beat him up or something, who knows? Yeah, yeah. I don't know, I'd be curious how much they pull from that Avengers <clears> game. Because <throat> I think, like, the gameplay loop in that can be fun. It gets tired very quickly, but... Yeah, I think I think the biggest problem is just the lack of variety on Avengers. It was just like, how many times do I need to go to the same zone to do the same thing and get gear that is marginally better? I, it's not super exciting in that game for whatever reason. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's fun enough, but it, it definitely after like 30 hours of doing that, you, you're like, why am I still doing it? Yeah, you start to ask yourself really important life questions like, why am I right. grinding for this game? Right. Um, yeah. Uh, well, that's it for rumors. We'll find out if any of this is true come E3, quote unquote, this week. Uh, like I said, I think the 2K stuff, I mean, there's some other stuff too with like apparently 2K22 is a thing. Shocker, I know. Um, but yeah, I think that's the, the biggest one for that stuff. Um, they showed off Horizon Forbidden West, which, uh, I think they also confirmed was coming to PS4. Four as well yeah um, yeah and they 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 tentatively said that it's like coming early december which i have to say i'm a little leery about believing that uh but you know if they can good for them <laughs> i guess i i could see it because i feel like they've probably been working on this longer than we think they've been oh for sure for sure yeah because it's like well the last game came out like what 2017 something yeah. like that been almost four years yeah yeah so i could see them like they've been working on this for a while um yeah did you, did you watch the gameplay for it yeah i mean it looks like more horizon which is good uh you know it looks gorgeous uh i saw a lot of people complaining that aloy looks weird which i don't know <laughs> i don't know what the yeah. complaint is there but <laughs> this is not yeah. coming to pc day and date i don't think no i don't think so i, I think Sony still seems to be doing their PC releases like long after. Although Death Stranding wasn't too long after, it was like within a year, or so maybe it'll be yeah. closer than some of the other ones have been. Because I'm just thinking, like, not too many people have a PS5 right now. Like, right? There's, yeah. I'm wondering if they would open that up to PC to like get that get people playing the game. If anything, like, yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, I should also mention, too, that uh, God of War uh, got kind of, like, delayed uh, to 2022. Yeah, that's not surprising either. Yeah. Disappointing, for sure, but not surprising. Uh, again, with all... I think with the shortage of uh, parts to make the PS5s, uh, I don't think they're in a huge rush to get these games that are going to be big, you know, console sellers out because they just know they don't have enough consoles to, to sell. Uh, yeah. 
So it's not crazy to me that they would just be like, ah, you know, whatever, we'll put it out next year when the processor shortage might be resolved by then. Um, yes. And then also, too, they confirmed it's coming to PS4, which is interesting. Because, again, it's like, I think they're, you know, uh, they're painting it as like, oh, Sony's doing this great thing of, like, bringing games to both PS4 and PS5. I think it's just because, like, there's just such a shortage on PS5s right now that, like... yep. Yeah. If they put it out, it would just die quickly. So. Yeah, I mean, it, the good thing is, like, it seems like that they can make games that are, you know, pretty good on both consoles. The biggest thing is, like, what are they going to do on the PS5, or how is it going to affect the PS5 product that it's going to make it... Is it going to make it, like, less good on PS5 because they're trying to cram it on PS4? Or are we still going to get, like... Oh, they're they're really using the triggers on the PS5 controller well, and they're really using all these extra things that the PS4 can't even do. Uh, or is it, it like it gonna get hamstringed and and be like, oh, now it's just it's kind of feels kind of last gen because we had to put it on PS4. I'm, that's my only concern is that they'll they'll make some of these newer games and kind of make them less good. Because I yeah. I don't think. I think most of the stuff they've said. So they said Horizon and God of War, but that new Ratchet and Clank game, I think, is just coming out only on PS5, right? Yeah. I I also could see this being fine if you have a PS4 Pro. Like, yeah. I, I could imagine if you have, like, a baseline PS4, not a PS4 Pro, it would probably not run well. I've, I imagine there's, like, at least for a lot of things, not too much difference between the PS4 Pro and the PS5. Like... Right. Probably a little closer together than the regular PS4. So, um, yeah, I, I like whatever. I think after Cyberpunk, I'm like delay games as much as you want. So there's not sure. garbage. Just <laughs> making <them> good. <laughs> I mean, I've always kind of thought that too. Like delay game, whatever, as long as it's good. Uh, yep. And I think a lot of people were like, I want the game now. And then Cyberpunk happened, and then it's like, uh, yeah, this is why because a lot of times. Like, just give them time. It's better that they have the time to make the game great than it would be if they just rushed it out and then it's just garbage and you hate it, so. Yeah. You always think you want it until you get it and it sucks. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, yeah. Uh, Far Cry 6. Got a gameplay reveal for that. Uh, spoilers, but it looks like Far Cry. Um, yeah. It's interesting, though, because there's, like, some big cities in this that, like, we haven't really gotten much of that in the previous games like they almost always all take place in like rural areas or like areas with not a lot of cities but like they showed off like a pretty big metropolitan city in this so what is it is it supposed to be cuba or is it like based off a country that's kind of like cuba i can't remember uh, i think it's like based off it yeah because it looks very cuba they got people driving the old 50s cars and smoking cigars and shit playing yeah. dominoes well, it says uh, it's called Yara, fictional Caribbean island. So yeah, close enough. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, yeah. I think it looks looks great. I mean, I I play all the Far Cry games. I think like the only one I have didn't really play that much was Primal. Yeah. And lack of uh, actual good weapons other than spears. <laughs> I've been wanting to check that out. Like, I see it's on sale. One of these days, I'm just going to buy it and play it. But it's like, good. It's definitely worth getting if you could find it for, like, that sub-$20, you know, sale. Like, yeah. it, I think I picked it up when it was, like, 20 bucks or 15 bucks, and I was pretty happy with that. Um, mm -hmm. But it's 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 cool. It's weird, though, because it's, like, it uses the same map as I think Far Cry 4 did, which was weird. Because yeah. <laughs> you're like, oh, this is kind of familiar, but then it's, yeah, it's, it's odd. Mm -hmm. Um. The Far Cry Five stuff, uh, the weapon crafting that they were showing was kind of cool. Like, yeah, there, there's like a CD gun at some point, like a gun that was shooting CDs. They're shooting batteries at people. Like, uh, yeah. it's so weird. Like the weaponry was kind of interesting. Um, but yeah, I'm excited for it. They had the treasure map stuff back. It looks like so. I'm excited for that. Oh that yeah, like my favorite part of the last couple games was trying to find those. Uh, well, the prepper stashes in Five was was awesome. I love those. Yeah, those were the ones where you had to, like, go in and, like, basically, like, figure out, like, a puzzle to get into, like, somebody's, like, stash of stuff. Yeah. Right? yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah, that was fun. I just, I, I really liked Far Cry 5 and Dudong quite a bit. 
So the more from that they pull, the better. Um, yeah, I think uh, there was some stuff too. Like they were saying there was some more espionage to this. Like the main character at one point looks like she's dressing up in like a soldier's uniform and like trying to like do that. So I wonder like if there's going to be some of that. Um, they did confirm that there's going to be the um, outpost from like the last couple of games in there too. Mm-hmm. So like you clear out the outposts, you take it over like Far Cry five and new dawn. You can reset them and redo them again for more stuff, which I think is great. Um, yeah. Cause that's what you could do in the last couple of games where like you could reset it. It would be a little harder, but you could get some extra loot from it. So have they said there's going to be co-op in this one? I don't think so. I yeah. really hope so. Because I really had a lot of fun doing the co-op in the last couple, so I hope they bring that back. Yeah, especially in like some of the stuff, like the um, the fun little stuff you could do with like the outposts and stuff. Like those are yeah. so much more fun with a co-op partner. So for sure. Yeah. Um. Okay. Crytex Hunt Showdown is getting a new map and live event, so that's exciting. Um, I think that game's the one that's fun, but is maybe not held its audience that well. So I think mm-hmm. bringing in some, some stuff like that will hopefully keep people interested and bring some people back to playing it. Um, I know you were saying you've played this game, uh, but just find that it's like hard to play with people. So. Yeah, yeah, I like it. Uh, I had a group that was playing it for a bit, and then they just like stopped playing. It was right around the time the pandemic started. I think that we all were starting to play it, and then uh, people just did not play it. Uh, so I had less, I had less fun playing it by myself. So I stopped as well. Uh, but yeah, maybe I'll try picking it back up again with this new map. Yeah, they say there's matchmaking improvements. Um, yeah, and then. Uh, apparently there's now like 30 legendary hunters and 90 weapons so wow they've been growing the game quite a bit yeah um yeah and then there's a new map uh called uh dark site so yeah yeah i kind of feel bad for this game because it is a really fun game uh i think it's just a game that just maybe hasn't been as fully supported as it could be so yeah, the premise of it is fun. It's just, uh, man, is that game infuriating when you get like your your someone takes your shit like, like when yeah. they screw you over. It's really, it's really frustrating. That's why, like, if I play solo, I have a hard, I have an easier time getting ragey at that because then at least I know it was me and other people that got screwed over, not just me solo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, Crisis Remastered Trilogy is coming this fall, PC and consoles. This follows the release of the Far Cry, or not Far Cry, um, Crisis Original. They remastered it, so now they're remastering both two and three. So that's cool. I'm not the biggest. How long fan. ago was Far was Crisis Three? Like Crisis Three feels like it wasn't. It shouldn't have been that long ago. But I bet it's like six years old already. Like. Yeah, now I have to look this up because uh, 2013. So holy shit! So it's almost 10 years old. Wow. Is, yeah, that's a long time. But uh, okay. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, get it on PC, and then you can ask yourself, will it run Crisis? <laughs> uh, Age old question. I think like in the, like the remaster of the first one, they had a mode called "Will It Run Crisis," and it just like maxes out everything. Yeah. Um, and I tried it; it just it did not do well on my machine. It was like not perform. <laughs> it's like get it run Crisis, like, and eh, we're gonna like just destroy your machine. Like, thanks. <laughs> do you want your machine to go nuclear? Yes. Yeah. Here you go. Um. Cool. Uh. Let's see here. I think that's it for news. Again, the calm before the storm. Right. uh, Gonna be nuts coming up. Yeah. Um. Cool. Let's let's start. Let's get get on with what we've been playing. I'll start us off this week because I've been playing the Ninja Gaiden Master Collection, which is coming out on Wednesday. Nice. At least I'm pretty sure. Maybe I should double check this. Um, 
while I do this, I'm going to talk about how great it is. Uh, yeah, basically this uh, includes remakes. I guess like remasters is probably the best word of um, most of the well Ninja Gaiden games. You got three of them. Uh, Ninja Gaiden uh, Sigma, which uh, came out on the original Xbox, and then Ninja Gaiden Sigma 2 and Ninja Gaiden 3 Razor's Edge. Uh, comes out June 10th, so Thursday. Um, but yeah, uh, basically it comes with all three games. Uh, I got it on PS4, uh, but I have a PS4 Pro, so I should reiterate that like it looks still looks really good. Um, I was... I've been playing mostly through the first game. Uh, I'm pretty far along in the first game. Uh, I also did try the second and third just to see like how they run. Um, and yeah, I can say the first game uh, looks fantastic. It's the oldest because it came on the original Xbox. It runs really well. It performs smoothly. Uh, the graphics have all been like touched a little bit like touched up but like not hugely so like this is not a huge difference but i think it just is very well polished and runs well enough that like most people will will enjoy it um yeah these games are still brutally difficult but i think it's funny because like now we live in an age where people are playing like dark souls and whatnot and i feel like people are in the mood for harder games nowadays than they were when ninja Gaiden first came out yeah uh, I've been playing this and I, I find it's not as challenging. Like mind you, I'm only playing on normal, but still like I've been getting through it at a pretty good pace. So I don't know if maybe I'm just getting better or these games are just not as hard as I remember them being, but didn't, didn't uh Sigma like change something? Like I, I think the original version, like the regular Ninja Gaiden was supposed to be harder. And then in Sigma, they rebalanced it a little bit because people complained about it so much. So I wonder if the Sigma well, stuff makes it a little easier as well. There is a mode called Ninja Dog. That's uh. so basically if you die a certain number of times, it'll ask you if you want to enable like Ninja Dog mode, which just makes things easier. But mm -hmm. you have to get that by dying. So uh, like you don't just like choose it from the menu. You have to die and then it'll be like, Hey, do you want Ninja dog? I haven't really been dying that much. So I, I don't even think I've been offered Ninja dog yet, but I mean, yeah, the, the options there, if you're not doing that well, it'll just say like, Hey, you want some help? You want, <laughs> you want us to turn on Ninja dog? I think they kind of embarrassed you though. Like they put like a little pink ribbon around your wrist or something like that. Uh, like, that sounds familiar. Yeah. 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 So, um, but I really what, like... What's your go-to weapon in that game? Uh, um, I just remember being really excited to use the, the sickle thing. Uh, I think that was in Ninja Gaiden 2, which, for my money, is probably my favorite. Um, yeah, I... Uh, man, I really like the, the sickles. Yeah, yeah. in the uh, Ninja Gaiden 2. I think in, like, the first one... I mean, uh, the Dragon Sword's probably the best one. Yeah. Jumping, um, slicing people's heads off. Mm -hmm. Although you can eventually unlock the Dark Dragon Blade, which is also pretty cool. Like, that's nice. Like, heavy into the lore and stuff. I'm, like, yeah. I remember unlocking the Dark Dragon Blade takes a long time because you have to complete the story mode twice. Um, there's like a whole thing of unlocking it, which I don't know if I want to go through the the effort of doing all that but <laughs> maybe we'll see um yeah i'm just trying to think of like what my yeah i think the vigorian flail is that mm -hmm. the second one i think it might be in the second one yeah all the weapons that kind of blend together uh as which ones are in which but yeah uh definitely definitely enjoy going through and just playing it a little differently uh switching up my style yeah Not just my push of weapons it's always fun I am really excited to get back into um, Ninja Gaiden uh, 2 because that's the one that I enjoyed quite a bit. I yeah. remember, I have a very fun memory of like playing 2 and there was like one point where you just have to battle enemies as you go up like a big set of stairs and uh, basically as I was doing that like I just remember, like, my Xbox 360 at the time was just heating up, and I thought it was going to blue, uh, Red red Ring of Death. And uh, it didn't, but it was so... Like, you could tell it was not doing well. I ended up having to, like, turn it off and go do something else, but I just remember just being like, 
Okay, we can do this. <laughs> <laughs> so actually, apparently, the Begorian Flail is in uh, the original Ninja Gaiden. So there you go. So yeah, um, yeah, I'd give this. I'd say like an eight out of ten. I. For now, at least. I still have to play through 2 and 3, but like, I'd so far give this an 8 out of 10. I think my main issue is that I feel like the graphics could have been touched up a little more in the first game. Mm-hmm. Like, It's not a huge drastic difference like to what I was expecting. Like, Especially when I've been playing the Mass Effect Legendary uh, Collection, and that is like got so much more in terms of uh, like graphical fidelity updated. Like, it just seems a little weird that like comparing the two and you know, it's maybe not the most fair to do, but like, yeah, it just, you feel like you don't, you don't nearly have as much in the way of uh, robust graphical fidelity in this as, as I maybe could have gotten. So, yeah, I think if you still go into it expecting it's going to be more or less the same as when you originally played it, it's, it's great. But yeah, if you're maybe expecting a little more, it's just slightly disappointing on that end. Do they uh do they hit sixty frames a second on the pro? Yeah, I would say it like runs pretty I would say yeah, sixty sixty is probably it. Uh nice. I kinda just hate on consoles. I don't know if there's any way to like really tell. Like when you're playing on PC you can just like easily put up sure, like, yeah. a little yeah, thing. Yeah. So I don't like don't hold this against me. except it may not be, but I feel like it's pretty close to sixty if it's not sixty. Yeah, I think as long as it, it like it has close to 60. That's always good for those sort of games. It feels really nice. Um, oh, it, it runs smoothly. Yeah. I also now I'm remembering there was like some Wolverine type claws in the second game. Yeah, yeah. I totally remember that. Yeah. Those were pretty fun too. Um, Cool. So yeah, that's out on PS4, PS5, Xbox, um... I think Xbox One and Series X as well, and then yeah, on PC. Um, yeah, I got it for PS4. I would, I would have been interested to see this on PC. That would have been really interesting. But um, yeah, it's uh, it's fun, and uh, oh, it's also on Switch too. So that'd be interesting if you wanted to play it on the go. So huh. cool. Um. Yeah, so yeah, 8 out of 10, check that out. Uh, and then also, I've been playing Hunt Showdown. I've uh, been playing that on PC. Uh, primarily on, yeah, well, Steam. Uh, yeah, it's fun. Uh, I think, like, the news of this new stuff coming got me to, like, want to try it again. And yeah, it's it's fun. It's uh, playing through it, and, like, you're, I think you touched on this a little bit, like, when you're playing by yourself, it can, you play, play with randos, it's like, Oh gosh, like some of these people you play with are just awful. Um, uh huh. But yeah, some some of it's fun. Um, yeah, I I think what why you would want to play this game is like it's just it's kind of like a take on like that Left for Dead type formula, but like there's a little bit of that like betrayal aspect. Like, are these people gonna turn on you? I don't know. I think it maybe is not going to be a game that you're going to play like all the time, but I think it's if you're interested in checking it out, there's quite a bit there. So, yeah, the whole like work together and then you know potentially screw some over is always uh, an intriguing gameplay mechanic. But it it definitely gets a little frustrating when you are on the receiving end of getting screwed over. <laughs> like, yeah, do like all it... the work and then you get your hunt ticket. Yeah, it's just kind of like, I've had that happen a few times, and I'm just like, anytime it happens, I'm just like, I'm done. Like, I just turn the game off and go play something else, it's just so frustrating. It's like, I put all that work, and then, uh. But, I mean, I get it, it's part of how the game and stuff, but yeah. Yep, it, yep, yep. It, it's just, if you're, like, it's not a multiplayer experience that I think really holds up well over time, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, let's see here. Mass Effect, uh, Legendary Edition. I'm still playing through that. Uh, Mass Effect 2, man, that game holds up really well in this Legendary Edition. Uh, plays really well. I actually had a whole lot of fun just playing through, uh, 2. I think I mentioned on the last recording, but, like, 1 was so hard to get through because even though it's, like, slightly improved, it's still a tough game to get through. 
2 is just such a smooth ride. And I've been having some fun just going through and like doing different side quests and unlocking different things. Like, I think, where am I at in the story? I just beat the Horizon mission, which is where uh, you kind of like first have like a big, like big fight with the collectors. So like, I'm not that far along in the story just cause I've been doing a lot of side quests and like scanning planets for all the different resources so I can level up things. Yep. Um, yep. I just got a few loyalty missions to do that just opened up. Like I think Jacob and Miranda's. So nice. it's, um, yeah, yeah. I think it's still a really fun game to play, and I would still recommend it, even if the first game's a little tough to get through. Um, it's I would say it's worth it for two and three runs. Three runs really well as well. Although I'm now remembering that like most of the uh, squad members from two don't carry over to three, which I remember pissed me off quite a bit when the, the yeah, like they're in out. three, but they're not playable, right? Like, they're yeah. just like, oh, here's... I think Garrus might be, like, the only one that joins your party in the third one. I think Garrus is one of the only ones that you can play through all three games. Or yeah, have, I, think like, you're, in your squad. I think so. I think so. Because you don't get Rex in the second one. No. Uh, he shows up in the other ones, but he's playable. Garrus is playable in the third one. Thane yeah. isn't playable in the, in the third one. Like, all the people I liked in the second one, like, I'm like, oh, man, give me give me more Thane. And it's like, no. <laughs> I've been mainly uh, rocking Garrus just because I like Garrus as a character. Yeah. I've also been uh, running with Jack, who I find works pretty well. Because I'm playing as an adept, and then you can also have... Uh, uh, if you have two adepts on your squad, you can actually like sync up the powers so that you can actually uh, do combos. And I find yep. when you do the combos, there's just like big explosions that happen all the time. It's awesome. Like, yeah, the chain reaction stuff you can do with the biotic combos is always fun. Yeah. yeah. Like I was playing and I had Jack throw out uh, a singularity and then I hit them with a warp and then just boom they were like sent flying i'm like this is awesome so mm -hmm. um yeah uh i'm trying to think like tally keep tally in the yeah i think tally is one of the few that carries over through all three games as well mm -hmm. um yeah it's uh but there's not too many well actually i know uh zaid carries over between two and three but he's like kind of like a nothing character <laughs> like Right. That's another thing too about two as I noticed. Like back when I was playing two, like originally, you would get the DLC characters and that was like whatever, cool. Now that I'm playing through this, like all the DLC characters are there and like the missions to get them are so eh. Like Zaid, you literally just go to um Omega and he's there and he's like, Yeah, I'm on your squad. Yeah, or... I I <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. Or um uh, I think the other there was the girl, the Kasumi, like she, yep. she's just like, yeah, I'm joining your squad. Meanwhile, like you get some really cool introductions to like Grunt and Jack, Legion. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to the Samara Morinth mission because that's always that was probably my favorite when I originally played. Um, if you don't remember, mild spoilers for Mass Effect Two, but like. You can get a character named Samara on your squad, and she wants to go and take out her daughter, who's like really dangerous, named Morinth. And they they get into a fight, and you can basically choose to kill one of them and have the other take the other's place on your squad. Um, and then yeah, I remember there's like a thing with Morinth where like if you try to sleep with her, she just kills you, like through some like weird psychic thing, like basically sex with her just kills you. Yeah, so it's a, it's a thing. Amazing. Um, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I'd give this like a 10 out of 10 for the Mass Effect 2, at least Legendary Edition version. It's great. Um, I downloaded GTA 5 for PC because I was like, I want to play an open world game and just fart around and have fun, and I did. But the thing is, is like, I didn't want to play the game like story-wise i just wanted to like fart around 
And uh, I found out you can, like, just download the save file for it. So I ended up just doing that and, like, got me to the end of the game with some money. So I was just farting around playing with that. It's fun. Um, yeah, I uh, I was going through and just flying around and doing a bunch of dumb stuff and playing GTA. I don't know. So sometimes you just want to play GTA. And it's like maybe you don't yeah. even want to do anything. You just want to, like, drive around and do stuff. I don't know. There, are you some... all uh modded out did you mod mod the hell out of it or are you playing the base i did play with some mods um i uh got one where i, I was playing as the hulk and that was pretty fun <laughs> it was pretty much like hulk ultimate destruction it was pretty cool i was just like oh, smashing things throwing cars at helicopters and stuff um yeah there was also one where you can play as superman and that one's like just super messed up because like it's so overpowered like you can just like yeah. fly through and just disrupt everything use your laser <laughs> eyes and stuff yeah uh so yeah i don't know it's just kind of like eh, it's something fun to play um i have been replaying doom eternal a little bit i'm playing on the hardest difficulty um originally when i played i played on like the second highest and then i got like doom eternal for like five bucks so nice yeah, and it comes with all the DLC, so I'm just replaying it, just having some fun. I'm not going through it, like, super hardcore. Like, I think I played, like, the opening level, and then, like, I played the second level, and that's it. Like, I haven't been doing it. That's, I don't know. It's been fun to play on PC. There's some mods for that, too, um, including one that, like, turns all your guns into, like, these, like, little beach bum skins. It's <laughs> it's weird, but it's fun. Uh, yeah. Mostly Mostly, though, I've been playing League of Legends, funny enough. Like, oh, wow. Yeah. A game that usually I hate because it hates me, but... <laughs> I don't know. I've been having some fun with League of Legends. Like, I've been unlocking some new champions. I mostly play ARAM, which is all random, all mid. Just one lane, and you get a random hero, so you don't really get to choose. Um, but yeah, it's been fun. Like, I, don't I can't really recommend League of Legends because it can be pretty toxic community to play with and people just yep. yell at you and scream at you and you just hate yourself so um but i've been having some fun with it um yeah and then finally hearthstone which uh yeah i finally well i got 100 percent completion for this uh expansions cards which it's kind of cool but also now i'm like what now because yeah i've got i've got all the cards basically and i I could get some of them golden, but I also feel like I don't want to. So I don't. <laughs> I'm playing the game to get quests and collect gold because I know eventually I'll need that gold for the next expansion. For the next but, one, right? But aside from that, I'm like, yeah, just kind of like just doing that with Hearthstone. I'm not playing it nearly as much nowadays because I kind of just like once you get all the cards, you're like, oh, well, what else do I want to do? So yeah, yeah. I caught them all, so now what do I? <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. Uh, yeah, it was like I was pretty bored the other day, and I was like, I'm just gonna craft a rat, a golden legendary, and then I was like, oh, that was not as fulfilling as I thought it would be. So, <laughs> but yeah, that's pretty much what I've been playing. What about you, Jamie? Nice. What have you been playing? Not a whole hell of a lot, uh, to be honest. Uh, so I'm still playing. Black Ops Cold War, because apparently I'm just going to play the shit out of that game this year. Um, which, it's still fun. Uh, like I said, I think last time they added the diehard game mode stuff, which is uh, okay. Uh, but I finished all the, the, the 80s action hero challenges that they threw in for this event, so I don't need to play that anymore, so I have avoided it. Uh, and I basically uh, just been playing regular multiplayer and zombies. Mm-hmm. Um I actually had one of my best zombie runs ever the other day where I almost beat the the second zombie map and I almost beat the first zombie map a couple days before that. So that was kind of exciting, mm. uh, but I did not finish them. I was like on round like 25 or something like that and I was getting close, but I fucked up. So, mm. uh, but yeah, still fun. Uh, just more of the same with that and hoping uh for some good stuff with the season four which will probably be out in the next two weeks or so okay um i think there's like 12 days left or something like that on the season three so uh but yeah no it's fun black ops cold war if you like call of duty it's been really good so far uh, yeah and 
Let's see, what else have I been playing? Uh, so I went back and picked up Astro's Playroom again, which is the pack-in game that came in with the PS5. It's uh, basically a showcase for the PS5 uh, feature list, basically. So, like, it does a lot of stuff with uh, fast loading and the controller to show off the adaptive triggers and all that stuff, uh, which I had beaten it you know, pretty handily when it first came out, but I had looked at my list and looked at my, uh, my hard drive and realized that I need to make some room because the Ratchet and Clank game's coming out this week and I think I'm going to pick it up. Um, mm -hmm. And I realized that I needed to finish, like, I don't know, 10 trophies or so on the Astro's Playroom and then I could just uninstall it forever. Uh, so I did that. I finished all the trophies in Astro's Playroom. Nothing too hard, just kind of tedious busy work kind of shit that i had left to do mm. um but yeah i did that and then i uninstalled it and i will never play it again but it's a cool game <laughs> uh it just <laughs> it, it like the the last couple of challenges were like yeah like do this in the room where you unlock all the consoles uh when you when you collect all the collectibles and everything and it was just like five or six of those things i needed to do and then a couple uh weird ones where you just had to like do a specific thing on a specific level so nothing crazy but yeah astro's playroom is fun uh okay. just just uh not a lot to do in there once you beat it um what else did i play uh i picked up this game on uh, oculus called thrill of the fight it's a boxing game um it is a couple years old so it's not brand new i think the oculus version is probably only a couple like a year old or something like that but i think it's been out on on PC VR for a bit. Uh, it's a solid boxing game. Um, I kind of picked it up because I heard that it's good for like a workout uh, because it's pretty uh, physically intensive. Uh, so I checked it out and it sh sure enough, uh, it is exhausting. Yeah. I, I in no way, shape or form have a boxer's stamina. So uh, they, they, they basically, uh, you fight, you know, a, a round, I think the rounds are three minutes or something like that. Um, they might be longer than that. It's hard to tell because they don't have a clock or anything like that. They just kind of uh, click the the thing when it's about to be the end of the round. So it, it's it's pretty realistic boxing, except for the fact like um, since it's VR, like the movement doesn't feel one hundred percent right sometimes. But uh, it's it's pretty good. Uh, you will get tired if you're just punching the shit out of the uh, the NPC. So like you kind of gotta uh, pick your pick your punches wisely and not waste your stamina on you know punching uh, when they're blocking and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, like it's it's weird because like you're punching and you're not actually hitting anything, but they have this like haptic feedback in the controller to make it feel like you're hitting something, but you still like swing through. Uh, obviously when you're punching something so like you hit a bag or you hit a person and your fist normally would stop or you know uh connect and it just feels a little weird not having that reaction um so i've found that i've like almost hyper extended myself trying to punch someone a little too hard trying to do uppercuts and shit like that mm -hmm. um but uh yeah it's it's cool like the 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 ai isn't like super crazy on normal which is what i'm playing it on it just kind of holds her hands up and blocks and walks around and tries to hit you um it seems pretty hard to lose so far i've only done like four or five fights but uh, i haven't really had any issues beating everyone just uh i haven't really knocked anyone out but i've mm. handily uh out punched the shit out of them so okay um yeah i know it's it's pretty bare bones in terms of features like there's um there is a Instead of training things you could do, you could do like a speed bag, heavy bag, uh, and I think there's like a a, a ball. Uh, I don't remember what the hell they call it, but you punch the ball and it's on like a string and you have to kind of like dodge uh, out of the way to kind of train yourself for that. But they have no real like reason to do them other than the fact that you want to do them. Like there's no stats for your character that get raised for doing those things, which would be, which would be kind of cool if they had that. Um, so you could like kind of train a character and then get stronger, but it doesn't seem like that's the way it works. It's just kind of like a thing to do. Mm. Um, and then you just fight, you know, AI players, which is fine. Uh, but yeah, I think it's pretty fun. 
Uh, I picked it up for like 10 bucks, which seems like a good price point for that. Uh, I'd right. say based on that, I'd give it a solid 8 out of 10 uh, okay. because it's, it's a $10 game. It And compared to like the $30 boxing game, which is the Apollo Creed uh, boxing game, I think it's been universally praised well well beyond that. So uh, okay. I would say check it out for 10 bucks if you're into VR and you want to play a boxing game. Um and then the last thing I've been playing has been the uh, the free PS4 game uh, Star Wars Squadrons, which uh, I have enjoyed so far. Um, nice. Yeah, it's kind of got that like somewhere close between like the old PC Star Wars, uh, you know, flight sim games and the gamecube uh rogue squadron kind of style games it's somewhere in between those it feels like um i i wish i was playing it on pc so that i could play it on vr because i think like you mentioned earlier that's the way to go with it um because it seems like it would be that much more immersive uh but it is pretty fun even just with like ps4 on a regular tv and all that uh i found the uh, character creation stuff was fine, and then you you kind of just play through an intro mission as one character, and then you kind of switch back and forth between the created character you made for the dark and and uh, light side uh, empire and rebel uh, yeah. uh, squadrons, which is kind of cool. Um, but yeah, I'm not super far into it yet. I've only played like the first uh, two or three missions. Um, but I'm enjoying it so far. It does seem like the multiplayer has got a pretty in-depth progression system, um, which is kind of cool. Like I, I do want to check that as that out as well. It seems like if you play, uh, you have to play some placement matches to kind of get your your matchmaking rank, and then you you know you can play through with other players and unlock uh, a bunch of uh, weapon stuff and customization stuff, which is kind of cool. Yeah. Um, I'm yeah, really, I, I've I've liked it so far. Um, I'm slightly disappointed that the game doesn't really like have too many like cameos from other famous ships. Like, there's no Millennium Falcon or anything like that. I don't know. Yeah, I I was looking at the ship list and I'm like, oh, it looks like the slave one, but then it was like, no, it's just a bomber. It's like nothing exciting. Yeah, that's and, one thing. If like, if if I were to like change anything about the game, I would just make it a little more fun and like I don't know, put in like stuff that people would recognize a little more i don't know like you could totally do you know how like they have that mode in um in battle battlefront uh where you can like earn like the time to play as like a like a celebrity ship i guess is what you'd call it but you know yeah. what i mean like a special ship like they, they could have thrown something like that in there and then you so you're not playing the whole game obviously as a millennium falcon but you can earn like a chance to to play as a, a Millennium Falcon and then wreck people for a couple minutes. And then, you know, when you die, you respawn as a regular dude again. Yeah. Um, that would have been cool. Yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> I mean, I do like the game, but I, I just think, you know, just not really. It, it's kind of like a tough game to, to like say that people would play like beyond just maybe a few hours of. Yeah, definitely. And it, so when it first came out, like the fact that it was $40 was like a pause point for me because I was like, mm, you know, $40 sounds like they're they're already saying that the amount of content in it is a little light. Um, and then sure enough, when you when you look at it like that, it seems a little light. Uh, so, yeah, for free, though, I'll play for free and uh, and uh, see how it is. And I'll probably just play through the story and then uh if I could get someone to play some co-op with me and then uh, check that out. Yeah. Cool. But yeah, I think I'll give that a, a 7 out of 10 right now. We'll see how it goes after I play a little bit more, but the first couple missions probably 7 out of 10. Nice. Cool. Uh, is that it, or is there anything else uh, worth checking yeah, out? Yeah, I think, I think that's it. I, like I said, I haven't really been playing a ton of games. I need to get back and finish uh, both Returnal and Resident Evil, so that's what my goal is. I was is about to ask week. how far you're into Resident Evil, but... Yeah, I... So, my thing with Resident Evil is that I've been, like, putting off playing it when I haven't had, like, a good chunk of time to sit down and play it, which has been, apparently, not at all in the last two weeks. So, uh, I'm hoping that maybe uh, this next couple of weeks I'll have a little bit more time. Luckily, I think 
my wife is going out of town for a couple nights this week, so mm -hmm. I might have a good chunk to sit down and, and play with some Lady Dimitrescu. <laughs> yeah, uh, I know. Like, I had, I was playing Resident Evil, and like the Lady Demistru or whatever came up, and my partner's like, who the, what the hell are you playing? Like, yeah, what is this? Why is there this big, tall, busty woman? Like, I don't yeah. make these games, okay? I just play them. <laughs> cool. Yeah, well, I think next time we record, we'll have Dennis back on, you know, back from his move to Seattle. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Well, until next time, everybody, bye for now.